0: host Blake Ruffino. This is Are You Serious Sports. We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. Huge show in store for you tonight. He's back. You asked for him. Memphis Spence is finally back. He'll be joining us at 730. He, I mean, is one of the best at covering college football. We'll ask him about his top 16 preseason. We'll talk to LSU. We'll talk all of college football with my man here tonight. Good to have Memphis Spence back with us. And it's always a great time. So a lot of you asked, and you shall receive. So glad to have my man in here. Coaches All-SEC poll, or or not All-SEC poll. Coaches All-SEC preseason first, second, third team was released. We'll talk about that as 11 Tigers made the uh the the first three teams and you had a lot on that first team we'll talk about that as well Brian Kelly gave an update we will let you listen uh from Brian or hear from Brian Kelly here tonight we have everything lined up so in case you miss Brian Kelly you'll be able to listen to him I think three big things he mentioned today one about Sage Ryan being back I think is really big and um We'll, we'll dive into a lot of the things that he said, but we'll have some clips from him uh, here tonight as well. So looking forward to talking about it. Seemed to give, you know, because we haven't had Brian Kelly, you know, we go out to practice, we see these things. We have not been able to get him to like, hey, coach, why is Sage Ryan out there at the boundary corner? So he, he explained it today. He gave an update on Lance Hurd, uh, some of the running backs. Caleb Jackson had a big Saturday, but Brian Kelly said pump the brakes a little bit. Um, so, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. All three running backs that were out are back now in. They practiced today, and he said sometime Thursday, Friday, they will start their prep on Florida State. So, it's here. We we are very much looking forward to the season Guys, I mean, it's Tuesday. We got college football on Saturday. Also, we'll make our week zero picks. Not really a big week to make picks. I I think that we will go undefeated here. I don't think it's a tough week. Um, But we'll give you three picks for this week. uh, And we'll continue to do that every single week uh, throughout the college football season. So looking forward to that. I will tell you, you better sprinkle a little money on Vandy. Better sprinkle a little money on Vandy. I think they're going to do well this Saturday. I mean, it is Hawaii. It is Hawaii. But nevertheless, the Swamp Kings documentary got uh, released. We'll talk about that a little bit, too. We'll talk about that a little bit, too. That was pretty interesting. Um, Watched all four episodes today and thought that they would have gotten more. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Thought they would get more into the Aaron Hernandez type stuff. They did not. I thought they would get into some more of the partying stuff that, you know, they just, they did not. Um, It was more of an Urban Meyer documentary and Florida football documentary. It was not even, uh, you know, he wasn't even Aaron Hernandez and the partying and all that kind of stuff, the rest I mean, it, it. they did not go into all of that. So, but we'll talk on that. And as we do every Tuesday, and Thursday, hashtag as like thoughts, questions, concerns, fire them inside of the Rudy crew chat. We will get to as many of them as we can. Uh, just a dude said Memphis Spence. Yes, indeed. I do like this. I did this last night. Okay. So let me, just in case you missed it, we're going to continue to do this every night. Uh, but Brad says, "Greetings from Laurel, Mississippi, headed back to Lugling, Louisiana, from a long drive from Northern Vermont." Well, that is a drive, there, buddy. Uh, safe travels, there, Brad. But last night we asked everybody where they're listening to uh, listening to us. Where are you listening currently? Uh, listening to the show at? If you don't want to share, you don't have to. I know some people don't like uh, giving their location or where they are, but we're going to continue to uh, ask, where are you listening to the show from? So fire him inside the chat right now. Where are you listening to the show at live here tonight? Rick says, greetings from uh, Pecosa Springs, Colorado. Well, thank you for joining us, Rick. Connor says in Walker, right down the road from me. Penn Jones says, I'm working in Prosper, Texas. Jason says he's in Bro Bridge. Ray Powell says he's in Texarkana. I'm in Texarkana, Texas, man. Jamie says he's in Destrahan, home of the Jeffersons. No, I'm not talking about... I'm talking about the Jeffersons, the LSU Jeffersons. Uh, Stephen Young says southbound in Franklin, Tennessee. Bay St. Louis, Mississippi says Rodney... A uh, prayer Veal says Bayou Bengal. David says Ringgold, Louisiana. Donaldsonville says Gary. So we got a lot of people in here from the boot. Epps, Louisiana. Where's Epps, Louisiana? Says Donnie. I love it. I love it. A uh, Conrad. Look at Conrad it said he's in Orlando. Okay. So far in wherever you're listening. To us from the show. I, I like this, man. I like this a lot. This is pretty interesting. See where everybody's from. AJ Bama says living in Hoover, Alabama, but I was born and raised in Washington Parish, but he said he was Bogaloosa. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that is the same. That is Sanford and Son. I got my uh I'm not good with this TV show stuff, but that's funny. Justin, dude, you got to admit, that's funny. (laughs) If you can't laugh at yourself, then what can you laugh at? So we do have a big show in store for you tonight. Apparently, uh, last night's show, I freaked a lot of people out about um, just some weaknesses. But guys, we talk about a lot of strengths here. I mean, we're breaking down Florida State. And look, if you think that this game's not going to be close, you're wrong, man. I think this game's going to be get you know be as close, close of a game that you might have all season. Both are both teams are really good, man. Both teams are really good, but we got a lot to roll into. Brian Kelly addressed it. I'm going to give my thoughts about kind of what, what he said. Um, he did say pump the brakes on um, Caleb Jackson. I don't think you're going to be able to pump the brakes on him. I don't think you're going to be able to pump the brakes on him. He had two touches for 95 yards and two touchdowns. Maybe there's some things that he's not being, you know, he's a freshman that he's not picking up that Brian Kelly's like, look, yeah, yeah, we got six seniors, you know, but we'll see. And we'll hear from Brian Kelly here tonight as well. So we got a lot to roll into. Let's do that. Everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Share to all of those social media groups. Share to all of those social media pages. If you're listening to us on YouTube, Like, subscribe, notification bell. We got all these views and listens, but not all of you are hitting the like button. Do us a favor by hitting that like and share. Share to Twitter, share to Facebook, share to all those Facebook groups, wherever you listen to podcasts. You guys, I got to admit, man, last year we had over a million listens. This year, we're already surpassing that. So thank you. For wherever you listen to podcasts, rate, review, and subscribe, and everybody watching us on FUBO TV. welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for being with us. Let's talk about our good friends, though, over at GM Varno & Sons, our good friends over at Ben Online. We got a lot to get into tonight, a lot of LSU. Guys, 12 days away. Football will be here. Don't go anywhere. Stay with us. Ben Online is the fastest and easiest way for you to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, events with the first-to-market odds in lines. Find reviews for all the news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, college sports, eSports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information for live, in-game betting, props, and futures. Head on over to BetOnline today and use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code Believe fifty. That's Believe fifty. B L E A V five zero to receive your fifty percent off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag. BetOnline.ag. With over sixty five years of experience, nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Vardo and Sons RV repair, big rig overhauls, motor chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. If you break down the side of the road in the greater Baton Rouge area, they will come and get you. And the best thing about that is that they can come and get you, and then they can bring your vehicle back to their shop and start the repairs right then. Again, GM Varno and Sons, go see them over at 2500 Fuller Boulevard. Give them a call at 225-664-9992. 225-664-9992. Tell them you're good friend, Blake Ruffino, sit you on by. We're back. Texas isn't black goatee with a $10 super chat says live from Shreveport Blake the super chat is for calling you out on Carter show the power hour the other day by the way which I forgot black goatee I don't even remember what you called me out for man you can't be in this business and have thin skin I promise you he says by the way the song you're humming was uh just now was from Francisco. I know I know thank you so much for the super chat but I did forget what you called me out for, man. I mean, we do, when you do this all day long, it gets uh, no offense taken. So we're good. Thank you for the super chat. Thank you being here from Shreveport. Was in Shreveport the uh, other weekend. That's where we stayed when we went to Dallas. We stayed at the Horseshoe. Not a bad little, uh, not a bad little uh, uh, casino. I got. I said this the other time, but we stay. You know, we stay there and uh, had a steak dinner, ribeye. You got. You, oh, I like filets better than ribeye. No, you don't. No, you don't. You just don't. You no, you don't. Okay. And my brother paid for the meal, steak dinner. Uh, and I was, you know, thank you and whatever. And um, he done while well, he waltz himself into the horseshoe, plays him some uh, roulette and wins all of his money back plus like $500. <laughs> I didn't feel so bad for him paying for the steak dinner. My man my man was living large. Then here's the interesting thing. Here's the interesting thing. Not only did my brother pay for the steak dinner and go in the hotel or go into the casino then win all that money, they shut the table down on him. He was kicking their ass so bad, the Horseshoe shut the table down on him. Yeah. Horseshoe, that is BS. So, live here in Louisiana, in the midst of 500 total people, live on AYS, it is horse manure that you shut the table down when my brother was kicking your ass. Some theologians say that he was kicking your ass maybe as bad as LSU We'll kick that Florida State ass. Let's get into it. So, Brian Kelly uh, met with the media today, and he had a lot to say. So, the first thing that Brian Kelly was asked was about pretty much about the scrimmage, right? Coach, how did you see it? Well, let's hear from him. Here's Brian Kelly on his thoughts on the scrimmage this past Saturday in Death Valley.
1: You know, I I thought that, uh, you know, overall, you know, what we were looking for more than anything else was – you know who are the guys that um need to be developed to be guys to count on and and who are the guys that are not ready to be counted on yet that need more time um to develop and so it was it was much more in that fashion than it was uh, you know i like this or i didn't like that this was much more about uh, you know 53 this was much more about um finding out uh, you know, defensively. You know, who who else can we get on the field at the jack position? Um, you know, is 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 Whit Weeks getting closer to, to playing? You know, uh, can Stamps hold up at, at corner? And and all those became positive for us. That was Brian Kelly
0: on the scrimmage this past Saturday and things that he was looking for. And I think it's great. In a great way of him breaking down what he viewed, right? Coach, what are you looking for? Hey, I, I got a couple positions that I'm looking for. Basically, what he was telling you was, hey, I know I have two dudes in the interior, Makai Wingo and Mason Smith. I Savion Jones is a dude. Who's going to be our pass rusher on the other side that can really get after the passer? I thought Brayden Swenson and Ovia Gofu, Look pretty good, but the reason he's looking at that, and it's something that we talked about last night as well, I had not seen Will Campbell lose a rep really all camp long. So that's what he was looking for. He was looking at Witt Weeks, and I do think it's interesting. I do think it's interesting. When he talked about these things, he talked about defensive players only, defensive positions only. Notice he did. He he said this is about the fifty three. What he means there is obviously in the NFL team. You you get down to you cut down to fifty three players. Basically, who are the fifty three guys that we know that we can count on and rotate to go in there and give us significant snaps. But then he goes out to corner, and he says, "Look, Ashton Stamps has given us some good reps, man. He's given us some good reps. Oh, and by the way, Whit Weeks has has looked pretty good. Is he ready?" To go, So I did the, the most interesting thing that Brian Kelly said today to me was when he ad, was asked about the scrimmage, okay, and he, and he listed off three position groups, a couple of players, but all of them being defensively. What that does tell me is that he knows that offensively that they're going to be pretty good because when he's asked about things, normally he's talking defensively. He's not talking offensively because they really – he knows what he's got. Now, the, he was asked later about the Lance Hurd. You know what? We could actually play that now, guys. We could play we could play that now. So, the, here is – so, I'm going to wrap this one into the bow. We'll get to the Zy Alexander thing in just a minute. But he was asked about Lance Hurd um, later. So, let's play that because I'll tie this all into the bow. Here's what he said about the big man Lance
1: just the understanding of the offense in itself from terminology to technique to you know it's college football he's going to you know there 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 are guys he went against last year that you know quite frankly there was there was mismatches you know maybe 80% of the time 90% of the time maybe 99% of the time um, so now now he's going up against Savion Jones and he's going up against some some pretty uh, impressive football players. So that's a whole new thing for him to deal with. So the rigors of that, right, you know, each and every day. Um, So he's going through a lot of that. Um, But is he pushing for a starting position? Um, he's, He's a guy that, you know, we're giving, you know, reps to. So that's Brian
0: Kelly mentioning about Lance Hart. So to tie this all in, I just think when, when Brian Kelly speaks, he's never he gives you answers and tells you things without telling you. He's telling you, look, I, I, I know we need to get a pass rush because I do think our DBs, okay, may, you, may be a little iffy here or there. Okay, that's how I read what he's saying. Because then he goes into about Ashton Stamps. Now, Ashton Stamps is going to give us some good reps. Well, the reason they're doing that is because they're rotating in and out there And then I think when he talks about the linebacker unit, guys, you really don't have a lot of depth there. You got a lot of talent. Omar Spates, Harold Perkins, Greg Penn. After that, you start asking yourself some questions of, you know, you, you got a lot of young guys and a lot of inexperience. A lot of inexperience. And they had been pushing guys down like Major Burns going into the box and helping out in that run game. So I do find that interesting. I don't find it interesting. I don't find it – I don't want to say the word interesting. I don't find it surprising that Brian Kelly did not necessarily sell on the Lancer going to start week one. Are you trying to push him to start week one? Because I don't know if he should. Let me tell you why. If he does, great. If he can stand up against Jared Verse, fantastic. You're going up against a top 10 pick, man. Like what's on with Mike you today, he had him in the top 20, but he said he probably could go into the top 10 or something like that. Y- do you really want to play a true freshman against a guy that's a top 10 pick and has five years of experience on him? Probably not. Emory Jones has gotten those reps, but I do – think ultimately like if you look if LSU were to make into the SEC championship game or Texas A&M if we fast forward did fast forwarded fast forward into the Texas A&M game I do think Lance Hurd will probably more than likely be starting that right tackle barring injury or barring something crazy happening but Brian Kelly said we're looking for our best five but They have not changed that starting five. It's been the same five the entire camp. Charles Turner has locked down his spot, it would seem, because Marlon Martinez is being moved to guard. So I I do believe that they are trying to get him as many reps as they can, see what they have. So in all of that, in all of that, I do think that Brian Kelly was – telling you what he thinks his worries are. I don't think that he pulled any punches. He didn't give you everything, but knowing him as long as we've known him now, I mean, he's just not going to be forthright, you know, outcoming and and telling you exactly. He's not going to give the opponents a game plan, but he's going to be truthful, and he was truthful uh, here today. One other thing that he mentioned or was asked about was about Sage Ryan. And he had talked about how the former safety and former LCA, uh, 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 where are they, what are they, the Knights? What is LCA? What's LCA's ma- uh, mascot? I don't remember. Anyway, the, the kid from Lafayette Christian, that he has elite speed. It was interesting that he knew off the top of his head that Sage Ryan had multiple times this summer in, in camp where he's running over 21-plus miles an hour. I don't know how that experiment's going to work, but I will continue to tell you that the reason that Sage Ryan is going out there is because they've had struggles. And it would not surprise me if Sage Ryan does start there against Florida State. It would not shock me. And I know that if you hadn't been out to practice or you hadn't been to the scrimmage, you'd be like, And if you've kind of been away for a while, you went on vacation before football season starts, you come on to the show and you listen to us, and you're like, what the hell is Blake talking about? Sage Ryan out at Boundary Corner? Yeah, man, that's where he's been playing. It's where he's been playing. He is very athletic. Let's see if this works. Because Sage has been at safety in the deep end. He's been it in the nickel. And he's had times where he struggled. Is Boundary Corner going to be the place where it locks up for him? Brian Kelly was also asked about Zy Alexander. And what's funny is when Brian Kelly spoke about Zy Alexander, it really felt like to me that he was taking a shot at at Denver Harris. It completely felt like to me that he was taking a shot at Denver Harris. This was, to me, Brian Kelly using the media to tell Denver Harris, hey, man, we need you. I think in a subset type of level, this was Brian Kelly telling everybody else, if you kind of would peel the layer back of that onion, Denver, let's get rolling, buddy. Let's get rolling. Now, in doing that, in the same time frame, He is telling you about Zy Alexander and how good his camp's been and how good he's been against guys like Malik Neighbors, Brian Thomas Jr., Chris Hilton, all of these really good and talented wide receivers, but he knocked out two birds with one stone. Let's listen to what Brian Kelly had to say.
1: I mean, I I think the first thing um, is he's a guy that's uh, trustworthy. Um, You know, does the little things the right way. Um, he's, uh, he's a guy that takes care of his work off the field, um, on time, reliable, uh, those traits, you know, uh, as we know, they're transferable. And, and so at that position, you know, that's what you're looking for. And then he brings length athleticism. Um, and, uh, we've seen him be a guy that's not afraid to stick his nose in there. Um, even though he played quarterback in high school and um, he is physically, you know, developing um, and getting stronger, uh, we like his willingness to, um, to go in there and, and, and want to attack.
0: So that's what Brian Kelly had to say about Zay Alexander. All are right things. I agree with him. The former Southeastern Lion has come in here and really kind of made a name for himself. He's looked the best of all the DBs, Not really, just on the boundary, but of all the DBs, he's probably looked the best. But if you if you listen to what Brian Kelly said, just right there, he said, "Well, he does everything right off the field. He's trustworthy, and that's the characteristics I'm looking for." I mean, do I need to spell it out for you? He's telling Denver Harris through the media. He is telling Denver Harris through the media pick it up my guy pick it up my guy okay this is and look i love ed okay i loved it i love ed Ron as a human being okay i do when you listen to brian kelly you got to peel back the layer of the onion it's not like when you listen to ed Ron or Les miles uh well i talked to his daddy You know, like that's what Ed would say. I talked to his daddy. We don't give to Rudy Poos if you talk to his daddy. We want to know how good he's been. We want to know how good he's been. So I got to tell you, today's press conference was pretty eye opening. Like, hey, man, I got my 53 guys. We're kind of ready to roll. Where we're at right now, that's how we're going to roll. We have fine-tooth combed this thing. We have looked at all all the guys, the 53 that we think that can play for us, and he mentioned that in the press conference, and we're going to roll with it. And you, you got to like that. He's identifying – guys, he's doing everything that you wanted your head coach to be doing at LSU. The only thing that he doesn't have right now is a, is a national title because once he gets that monkey off your his back – There's a difference in Brian Kelly winning it than anybody else. There is a massive difference here because you know that he can sustain. So, bottom line is this. You have the talent. You have the dudes up front. You have the offensive line who's shown out this camp. You have the quarterbacks who have been lights out this camp. You know, and quite frankly... We've been given the complete access to watch every single practice. Guys, Jaden Daniels has been going off. You know, like if Memphis Spence will join us in two minutes, he might need to put Jaden Daniels on his top five Heisman lists. Top three. Who knows? But when you look at this as a whole, you have more five stars on the defensive line than you've had maybe in one season in a long time. You have more five stars on your offensive line, and this game is one in the trenches. This game is one in the trenches. You know, it's crazy. I went back and watched the Alabama game today. Went back and watched because of Swamp Kings. You know what I did? when In the part of Swamp Kings with Florida, I went back and watched 2007 LSU versus Florida. Shout out to our guy. Saw him Saturday. Uh, Jake Hester. But, Man, you win games up front. That's how this is going to work this year. You're going to have to push some people around. You did it against Bama last year, so I'm really high on this team. You know that ten and two, eleven and one. That's where I have them, and I'm sitting closer eleven and one. They fall ten and two because their secondary just papoo's the bed. But don't forget. But don't forget this. Tennessee had one of the worst secondaries a year ago. Like, literally one of the worst. Probably, they should have been the worst in the SEC, but Arkansas said, hold my beer. Actually, they probably said, hold my moonshine. Okay? Oink, oink. They were still 10-2 and two when Hendon Hooker went down. And when you have an offense with the capacity to score the points that I think LSU can – that sets you up for such a high floor. When your floor is 10 and 2, 9 and 3, you had a in my opinion, a lot of things went wrong. A lot of things went wrong. So you're hearing from a coach here who, quite frankly, has put a lot of pieces together up front. He's got the dudes and athletic uh, uh compliments that he wants on the outside and in the uh, uh, in the slot. Can Jane Daniels take that next step? Can the DBs in the next couple weeks really figure it out? That's what we'll find out. But you know what we do have to do? Dog, y'all been asking for him. Y'all, there's 551 of you in here. 300 of you have said, boy, bring back Memphis Spencer, cancel your show. Like, damn, son. Like, it's that serious. Like, we won't cancel Urban Meyer for calling players motherfuckers, but y'all want to cancel me? Y'all something. (laughs) Swan Kings was wild today. He said 77 MFers within the first 14 minutes. It was insane. Let's get to our guy, man. I'm really excited. Let's talk about some college football. You know it's time when Memphis Spence comes back on the show. Excited to have him here. Let's talk about our good friend Tyler Alexander over at EXP Realty. Our good friend Carol Falls over at State Farm. Don't go anywhere. Uh, uh, Memphis Spence next. He will sell your house and find you anew. Well, Tyler's the man. He's here for you. If you want to buy or sell, well, it's not too late. Down 9550008. Just go 955000.
2: Y'all call Tyler, he'll shoot you straight.
0: Guys, you might know my good friend Carol Falls and all the great service that he provides over at State Farm. He is your good neighbor, after all. But did you know State Farm has surprisingly great rates as well? Along with a great neighbor service, State Farm agent Carol Falls has surprisingly great rates for everyone inside the state of Louisiana. So call him today at 985-395-4300, 985-395-4300 for all of those surprisingly great rates on auto, home, and life insurance needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there and individual premiums will vary by customer, all applicants subject to the State Farm underwriting requirements. We're back! The man, the myth, the legend. You know it's football season when Memphis Spence is in the building. Good friend, how are we doing?
2: My man Blake, you got me off of vacation. <laughs> First one to get me. And, uh, yeah, I'm here, man. He's like, yo, let, let, come on, get, get on this show. I was like, all right. Said that there were 300 of y'all that really wanted me on this show. So, listen, man of the people, I show up.
0: You're like The Rock. No, <laughs> You're like The Rock. You're the man of the people. I don't know about that. You're the people's champion. Well, you know what you are. You are the people's college football insider. Memphis, let's start here, man. I just played the we're back from Texas. Let's start off there. Are, are they back?
2: They have to be. I mean, listen. If Sark doesn't have this team ready to go, uh, there are a couple. There are two teams this year, Texas and USC, that have their best chance of winning. If they don't do it this year, those programs. This may be. This this may be it. Both of those programs are going into much rougher territory, you know, in in in, in years to come than they are in now. So this has to be it. And, I mean, I guess, you know, we're going to have to see what Arch Manning is. It's <laughs> it's do or die time. It's put up or shut up. I've heard a lot. of I've heard a lot. And I'm, I have him on this list. I, I've heard a lot about him. I'm watching him. You know, I have to watch. Uh, I don't have a Heisman vote yet, yet, yet. I do have a Maxwell vote, the Maxwell Award.
0: Just, Just go ahead and pencil Jane Daniels down.
2: Hey, I have uh yeah, he's here here mm-hmm. we can go through this list if you want
0: oh go through Easy. the maxwell list who are some top guys yeah. on yeah I, I who are some of the top I, guys no, on? I,
2: here's here's who i'm watching this year for qbs on on for to for my vote for the maxwell uh interestingly enough chandler morris tcu gonna see what he's gonna do with tcu this year you know big shoes to fill you know i gotta see i gotta see what he's gonna do you know um Tyler's show over at uh, Texas Tech, mm-hmm. can they pull off can they pull off another legendary upset this year? You know, is, is it is it something was last year a fluke or, or is Texas Tech really going to be a contender in the
0: I world? love Maguire, man. I I really like McGuire. I Look, you know Memphis I, very quickly. I picked him as m- my sleeper team to get, to get to if so we did this thing on our Rafino Joe show whatever. I picked them. I said if there if there's another TCU this year, it will be Texas Tech. Yeah,
2: yeah,
0: they're, they're good, they man. They're games. good.
2: Watch them. Yep. Watch them. Blake Blake's onto something, guys. Blake's telling you all the truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to. Dylan Gabriel is going to be one of those. He's going to be a story that either he's going to work out at Oklahoma or he's not. <laughs> we're we're going to see really quick if if if, if that story's uh, going to happen. But it'll be an interesting story, especially. I gotta look to see if he gets to play UCF uh, this year, uh, his old team. That that should be a definitely a yeah. Game we can look. Service. We can
0: look that up, guys. Can y'all look that up?
2: Yep. Um, Devin Leary at NC State, probably the most underrated quarterback still. In
0: well, Leary's at Kentucky now, right? Is he? Yeah, is Leary-, Leary at Kentucky? Yeah, Leary's at Kentucky now. He transferred in. They- Who,
2: who's? okay I'm gonna watch him at Kentucky then
0: uh-huh. because
2: he, he he was kind of under he was under uh, uh appreciated I think at NC State if he jumped in that transfer portal and got over there I still have his name down from last year Arch Manning Arch is on this list I have him at number six I have I'm watching him because from what I've what what I've been told and what I'm seeing still don't match up I ain't gonna lie I mean I know he has the name he has to you know he's gonna have to Do whatever he can with that name, but he still doesn't. He's still not as sound as from what I see so far, as everybody's telling me. But you know, I'm not in those. It's that's that's secondhand information. I'm not in the practices, so maybe I am getting good information. Um, Kyle McCord, I don't know. I think he's going to be the starter at Ohio State. I think. I think. I know there's there's been dust kicked up here lately. But I think that's your starter, and I think that's the guy uh, that's going to either get Ryan Day fired or make him look like he can coach. Right. Because we, we don't really know you, do we? No. not know what's not Ryan Day. I mean,
0: Devin Brown might might take that might take that spot. Know. You know and, know. and about the Arch thing, you know, like people are saying, oh, well, Quinn's this, Quinn that. But if you listen to their beat reporters, they're like, well, here comes Arch Manning, here comes Arch Manning. And I'm like, well, is he going to start? And they're like, well, no, it's going to be Quinn. I'm like, well – uh, uh, okay, then why do you keep saying that he's pushing for the starting job then? So, I, I do agree. Both of those situations are seem more fluid than not.
2: Both of them are. And um, let's just say a little birdie told me that Arch might actually play more games this year.
0: Than anticipated?
2: Than anticipated. Yeah. So, I – and, you know, I don't – he's been covering it for a while. So, I, I'm – Gonna go and, and, and it may start off where he doesn't start the season, you know, get all the butterflies out and everything else. But that I think there's a shorter leash in Texas than there is in Ohio State right now, and there's a the short leash for both right now.
0: I do think um, I think Malik Murphy might be the best quarterback in that room. Well, no, maybe <laughs> he might be Jordan the best.
2: Travis. Tra- I mean,
0: Travis. right?
2: Uh, I mean. I have him down at number four. Uh, th- there's going to be an epic battle between Jordan Travis and Jaden Daniels, which I have at number three right now.
0: And then the other two, I'm that assuming game. Drake May and Caleb Williams.
2: Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Drake and and, and Caleb are uh, two and one, but the battle, the battle in my mind right now, because Drake, Drake's an NFL quarterback, barring injury, right now. Mm-hmm. Like there are there are. There are interested NFL teams today. All he has to do is not be injured. Right. Uh, and he's going to – now, where he's going to be drafted may rest on this season, but confident from two sources, two actual NFL scouts, that they already have him on the board. Uh, so, did, if he goes up or he goes down, it's this season. But he's he's probably an NFL draft pick at this point. Where does Bo
0: Nixon? Uh, and uh... – uh, Michael Penix Jr. fall on that list, Memphis?
2: Uh, uh, Frank Harris and Michael Penix Jr. are both um, – I have his honor- honorable mentions. Um, and the only reason why I have them as honorable mentions is I believe I know what both of those guys are already. I think they've shown us what they are. <coughs> I'm not sure. there There's some wiggle room for everybody else on this list. Right. I think Michael Penix Jr. has already turned in – probably the best season we're going to see from him. And and Frank Harris, I think, did as well. Uh, His running backs are in the NFL now. They're not coming. Last year they had a really good season um, replacing uh, – what's his name? Sincere McCord. Mm -hmm. But I don't think – I don't know if he can duplicate what he did last year. I think last year was a special season for him, and I think I know what he is now. And I think a lot of defensive coordinators understand – what what frank is now i think they'll do well in the american not saying that third fourth uh a debut i expect them to be vying for the west but uh i i i, I maxwell war probably not it's probably not gonna have a season like they did last year uh last year was a great story great season for utsa but um, we know what michael Penix jr is we know what frank harris is <sighs>
0: All right. I probably I'm gonna I got one thing I wanna mention to you because the Will Wade thing went down and we didn't get you on when he got suspended, but I hadn't forgotten about that. So we'll get to that in a minute. Memphis I'm gonna secondly, I do want to get about this conference realignment thing. I want to talk to you about that, but let's get into the season uh really quickly. Who are some teams that you are really high on that maybe some other people are not? We talked about Texas Tech and, and yeah. I know that we'll probably be chalky here, and and that's fine, okay. But who are some teams that you're really interested in 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 seeing Week One?
2: So I got it. USC, honestly. I mean, I re- the, Like I said, this is a for Texas and USC. These are the two teams that I have circled. Like, well, this is it. Mm-hmm. This is it. Once, once those teams go into the Big Ten and the SEC, respectfully, they have competition that they haven't seen
0: before. I agree.
2: And adjusting if those programs aren't getting to the college football playoffs, where they are playing, who they have been playing, it's gonna be rough to see them anywhere once they enter, you know, enter those leagues. And you not and know that. Uh, not to say that they won't be competitive; they will. Mm. It's just. The stakes go up a little bit more, right? And you know, you don't when you get into recruiting battles in the SEC, you don't win against LSU, you don't win against Alabama, you don't win against Florida. There are a lot of guys that 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 think it's easy, and that's it's a it's a it's a grind. Uh, you start matching up, you might be able to beat an SEC team, you know, uh, once. Mm-hmm. The whole game, do a season, see what that grinds well, like. Well,
0: they're not even doing that. They're not even doing that. Then, you know, they're, right. o- they're they potentially Texas could go zero four against SEC teams since 2019, and that's not a good look. I know it's Bama twice, and I get that, but you know, you got to win one of them. You got to beat LSU. You got to beat Arkansas. You got to beat somebody to say that you're competitive. Uh, so you said USC. Let me ask you this: This is a team that I thought, and look, we talk about them way too much. And I know that I get ripped on this about saying talking about this team way too much. Brother, tex a m is very intriguing to me. They're very intriguing because they have so much talent. If Jimbo just has a pulse of getting out of the way, they could be okay.
2: Oh, they're going to be okay. I think they're going to be okay. They can't replicate what they did last year with the talent that they have this year and Jimbo expect to be around next year.
0: I agree with that.
2: It, it's a, it's a, they they should be okay this year. They're going to definitely be competitors. I don't, I wouldn't put them in, in the championship bracket of the SEC. I agree with yet,
0: that. I agree with but you. But
2: they're going to spoil, they're, they're, they're going to take somebody's cookies you know i don't know if that's gonna be uh old miss they're gonna spoil somebody's day. and you know uh i expect there to be some a little bit of comeback uh with, with jimbo this year he may be they're they're probably lurking in that territory where lSU was last year i was like yeah it looks like an eight and fourteen you know i know everybody's saying six and six i saw some five and seven some four and six and i was like they just They don't know Brian Kelly the way I've watched him, you know, when I watched him at Cincinnati. They don't they don't know how this guy prepares. He's never he's only had two seasons where he's been less than eight and four. Two. Mm. And both of those were his first seasons at the university. So if he's already eight and four at LSU, you're probably not gonna have another season less than eight and four. That's the floor. Eight and four at LSU now is the floor. So, you know, it's 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 usually up and up. It's on the up and up from that. And the question really with LSU this year is does Brian are we playing for another SEC championship again? And if so, what does that mean for Alabama? Is is it is it time for good old Saint Nick to uh, you know, kinda kinda tip his cap, you know, just uh
0: go Saint Bye bye.
2: You're right. So Hey, we're throwing
0: uh, a party and, at my house the day that man right. retires.
2: I'm showing up. You better have the gumbo. The Gumbo's
0: gotta oh, we be got to be on gumbo. point. We got gumbo. We got <laughs> it's gumbo. It's got to be on point. Uh, well, uh, but, you know, I mean, those, we got grandmamas around here that wear mumus You know something's about to go down.
2: Man.
0: Come start you know, that pot, baby. Got to go. You you know, all of it.
2: Those, those, those muumus, sometimes they cook in for a couple of days. Don't wash it. The scents in the mood. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, it's I what.
0: that's know. the secret sauce. The sweat, you know. It's disgusting, but, but, they're it but yeah, their sure liquidity,
2: liquidity. Yeah,
0: no doubt. Uh, Memphis Spence yeah. is in the house with us. But back to this, I, I, I do agree with you there on LSU. I want to go very quickly. I want to go out to Miami right quick. Sure. Texas a and and Miami do play. Buddy, I don't think I, – I, <laughs> I, look, Mario might be in trouble. Mario might be in trouble, huh?
2: Miami's one of those teams where – the sum is always less than the parts right you look at the rosters and you're just like how you can't you can't loo- you can't lose five games with this roster yet somehow they figure out you know how to do that every to some wild teams and I if Mario Mario this could be a hot seat year for Mario even though I think that he may be the transition coach if they decide because the ACC, Florida state wants out of the eight.
0: I know. There are
2: two boosters that are lighten the fire under the president's like We get out of this conference or else. And I, it's, it's, it's getting kind of sketchy up there and you can hear it in the language being used by the athletic director and the provost and everybody else. It's, it's, it's getting kind of sketchy, up there. Uh, but Miami. Yeah. They're, they're in a situation. They're not. They're not in a really uh, uh, a. They're in a lose lose situation. If they don't win ten games this year, you should have. You know, and if you do, you didn't do enough, because when's the U ever going to be back? That's a question that I. Is the U ever going to get back? Are they ever going to get back to the point where we're talking about them in a New Year's six Bowl game? They just missed getting into, you know, the the a uh, playoff or something. It, are they going to be back to that level of competition? And if so, when? You know, it feels this year that that FSU is back in the conversation with Norvell, but I want to see another year. Just me knowing my me knowing my old coach. I just, I just want to see another year. All right, and well let's you.
0: Well, let's go there. Because a lot of LSU people want to know this. You know Mike better than anybody. Um, You just made a pretty interesting statement there that you want to see him have back-to-back years of success. Why are you concerned about him in doing that?
2: Because historically Norvell doesn't put together back-to-back seasons with good defense. It just doesn't happen. And I don't know why. It's not as if the personnel is never there for him to, to put together. But it, whether it's him, his ability to, to look at the de- defensive schematic and understand what it means. Because, I mean, it's not as if he doesn't have d- great defensive coordinators.
0: Mm-hmm. Or players. But
2: sometimes they implement the wrong plan for the wrong team, you know? You know, if you're making a peanut butter sandwich, you probably need jelly. You don't need oranges. <laughs> but if you need orange juice right? Then you get to orange, you don't need jelly for orange juice. It's it's like they have the right ingredients, they're just not using it correctly. Hmm. And that seems like, it it seems to plague his defense, not his offense, his defense year in and year out. The the fourth quarter, you're seated. I I promise you there's going to be a time in this game where in the fourth quarter, you're going to be like, I can't believe Norvell either didn't call a timeout, or you, or you know what you see LSU lining up in, and you look over at the defense and you say, what? Why are they in that formation?
0: You know, it's interesting you say that because he almost blew it a year ago.
2: Exactly. Right. And, and, and that's the thing. Like, if it's not – Lord help him this year because if it – he's – he's always in a situation where he's going to blow it in the fourth quarter because his defense is out of position. It's not that they're not talented. It's not that they're not going to the league. It's they're out of position. And you either call a timeout or you make sure that they're in the position that they need to be in when that ball is snapped. They're, they're, the, the Whatever reading the, pre, the pre-snap reads, they have to be better. And I, I can't. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't translate from practice to the field for whatever reason, and I've seen it over and over again. And we've questioned why that is. Is there some sort of disconnect, or is he not as focused on offense as he is on defense? Of course, he believes that his offense offense is the best defense that he has. Um, but you know, defense wins championships. That's a, that. That's who I am. That's I'm a defensive guy. I just got done doing my butt kiss list, looking over uh, my butt kiss list for the year. I just if he doesn't if he doesn't have a defense he'll never beat a quality team a quality top ten top twenty team if he doesn't have a legit defense willing not only prepared for the fourth quarter and conditioned for the fourth quarter but also in place in the fourth quarter and that's been a plague on Norvell if he gives it up in the fourth quarter if you see FSU with a lead. You know, ten point lead going to the third, FSU might be in trouble. FSU's in the trouble if they don't have a bigger lead than ten points late in the third quarter, because that, that Northville defense in the fourth quarter is known to just the bit.
0: One thing I do think he has, I I agree with you, but he's got four dudes up front that can play play. I know.
2: One of the one of the best lines.
0: I mean, Boy, Jared Verse is a dude, man. Like he he he's a dude. I, I do think that's interesting because you know him better than most, and for you to say that, it comes with a little bit different weight. I don't want to go to LSU just yet because you know I want I want to I save that. Want to go over What's to Tusca- I want to go to Tuscaloosa. Mm. All right, we might break yeah. the internet on this one. Um, Memphis, are they about to go nine and three?
2: I knew you were gonna ask me that. <laughs> I knew you were gonna ask me that. Uh, let, uh, let me put it. Let me pull up their schedule because I. That conversation has been had. Let's put it like that. Um, that that convers. It's it's a. It's a conversation that you have to have at this point in his career, and it's a conversation after last year. You know, not exploring the fact that it could be a 9-3 and three season for Alabama, uh, we'd be remiss. Uh, Tennessee. Is Tennessee what Tennessee was last year?
0: So Memphis, to just Probably quickly not. and rudely interrupt you, they got Middle Tennessee State, Texas, South Florida. Ole, they go to South Florida. That's interesting. Ole Miss, Mississippi State at AM, Arkansas, Tennessee, LSU, at Kentucky, Chattanooga, and then at Auburn for the uh, Alabama Crimson Tide.
2: Look, the tests are well. Texas wants a piece of them, and this is this is like I said, this is put up or shut up for Texas. Mm-hmm. They have to beat Alabama. There can't be a situation where they're making excuses, you know, uh, at the end. Of, it, it, they have to beat Alabama. Um, and I'll tell you that, man, Quinn, Quinn's on a short leash. If we, we might, <laughs> I'm not sure if we'll see Arch against Alabama. I think they're trying to, you know, put him on ice until after that game. But if Quinn ain't getting it done, you see Arch come in, it could be it could be his debut uh in the second half of that game. Because they have to beat Alabama. So that circle that Texas has to beat Alabama. If they don't beat Alabama this year, they'll never beat him again. Um <laughs> Tennessee. Tennessee is like the enigma. Every year, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm low on Tennessee, and they do something. Then I'm high on Tennessee, and they don't do anything. And I'm just like, okay, I'm going to stop figuring out what Tennessee is until I actually see them play. I don't – who knows what Joe – I know Joe Milton can throw it to the next county, but, you know, can he, can he hit a target? Uh, you know, the the arm mm-hmm. – how far you can throw it doesn't matter unless your, your offensive line can block, first of all, and you can get it within, you know, a foot or two of the receiver. So
0: yeah, because uh, Vanny in a bowl think. game is not really enough. You know, a lot of people no. have had really good bowl games.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we need to see what Tennessee is. That could be. I mean, they're they're playing in the Rocky Top, so circle that game. That's trouble for Alabama again. And then, you know, LSU. They have that off week, which if they didn't, then I think that that would be an automatic loss for Alabama. They have that off week, though, in the middle of Tennessee and LSU. So, there's your season. Those are the three games that I circle and I say, could Alabama lose these three games? The answer is yes. They could lose those three games. Will they? We'll have to see.
0: Well, and, and It's probably
2: so, a 10-2 season for, for Nick, but we'll have to see.
0: You know what else is interesting, okay? My buddy Carter Bryant is big – analytical they have yes. the only two teams since 2000 in the sec that have won back-to-back road games in conference 2019 lsu 2021 or 2022 georgia so two actually recent teams are the only ones that did it alabama well,
2: you do it win a championship right
0: correct well no like Teams, like, in the SEC, if you go back-to-back, you're going one and one like, historically, all the way back since 2000, okay? Besides those two teams. What's interesting here, they go to Mississippi State. I do think they win there. But then they go to Texas A&M. I saw that. So, if history does play itself to where we've seen it before, that's also interesting. How is A&M looking in that game? I think that they're more I I I do think Memphis that I have them at 10 and 2 if that because of their quarterback situation. The only reason is because Nick has not he's only had two seasons while at Alabama where he's only had nine games right. one in the regular season. Right. Every other year right. has been 10 plus. So I I cannot right. pick against him, to, you know, the right. greatest of all time until I see it. So I, I, I agree with you. That quarterback situation is something. Whew, they're run the ball. They're going to run the ball. That's about it.
2: And you know they know how. That's the thing. Like saying, hey, they're going to run the ball. Well, it's Alabama, also. You know they always come. They always have a good line. They always have dudes. I'm looking out on the Outland Trophy. You know there, there's there's always somebody that can run the ball, and you know Nick knows how to slow down the game. Kick field goals and run the ball. You know he knows how to do. It. Um, so th- and that's why I'm like, well, th- that's why I see them more of a, a ten and two because if Jimbo's gonna have to show me something, man i I was so I was so disappointed last year when I saw App State do what they did to Texas A&M, and I'm bringing it up because that's still seared in my mind. Like I can't take you serious if you can't push app state's line off the block, I can't, I can't. Yeah. And so if you, if, if I don't care who you have on your offensive line, I don't care if I'm watching them. I don't care if they're going to be NFL players. If you can't come up with a scheme and and if you can't, if you can't get those guys off the block, I I, it's Alabama is something different. And (sighs) you know, show, show me that you can beat an app state before I entertain the idea of you beating Nick Saban in Alabama. And, and and I have to see it. I have to see it now. Does he have the players? Absolutely. Do I think Jimbo is one of those coaches? See, I don't have the same Jimbo can do it. I'm not, well, I'm we've, not seen
0: sure. we've seen him. We've seen him do it.
2: And Miami. Uh, Miami and Mario. I'm not sure Jimbo can, but I still have to see, it. you know, you have to show me.
0: I feel you. Look, before we get you out of here, lsu wait yes. what you think about them
2: i have where do i have them in my uh in my preseason super 16 i have them at six
0: can you read can you read off your super 16 force
2: georgia ohio state michigan alabama usc lsu penn state utah Tennessee, Florida State, Clemson, Washington, Texas, Oregon, Notre Dame, Oklahoma. That's where I have. And
0: why'd you put Ohio State at two? Give me, give me the reasoning behind behind that. Because I've seen a couple. I saw Josh Pate do it. Okay, and I talked to him, and then now I'm hearing you do it. So two really uh, in tune. Um, College football people, why do you have Ohio State at two before we get to LSU?
2: So, Ohio State, in my opinion, doesn't have a quarterback problem. They have a who's starting problem. Both of those quarterbacks, from what I've seen, and I, there are a lot of guys. I have a lot of insiders over at Ohio State. I know. I mean, there, there's a ton of them. My family lives up in Youngstown. There, I have a ton of Ohio State folks and people watching in on those practices. There's not a they they have an issue on who's going to be the starting quarterback. I don't think they have an issue with if they have a starting quarterback.
0: Yeah, there's not um, right. They don't have a quarterback controversy. Yeah. They have a quarterback starter problem. That's a good way of putting it.
2: Yeah. We don't know. Yeah, we don't, we don't know who who's starting. I still like I said, I still believe McCord's going to do it, but either either one of those guys I think could should win. 10 games with Ryan day should if not 11 Um, they should be in the mix. They got the the targets that they have to hit are NFL receivers. I mean, let's be honest Those, both of those dudes, Harrison's go both of those dudes. I'd be surprised regardless of how this season goes. If either one of them are less than a fourth round draft pick, regardless of situation, unless there's a key injury or something. Um, so the targets they have, they're going to create matchups that uh, uh, their tight end that nobody's talking about is probably going to have 500 yards receiving just because being able to hit them under, uh, you know, under the middle, trying to double-team those dudes, is going to be wide open. You're not – there's the – it should be an easy year, and that's why I said it's, 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 we're going to see if Ryan Day can coach. Because I mean, you know, he doesn't have Dwayne Haskins there. He doesn't. Have, he doesn't have the the, the 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 five star there. But they still have really good quarterbacks. Really good.
0: They you know, do. Not
2: the not maybe not the name that's carrying a whole lot of weight, but really good quarterbacks. So I think that's a situation. There, there's less. There's less to figure out for Ryan Day this year than there is for Michigan. I mean. Now I'm hearing again. I don't. Are are you? Would you suspend your coach? No. If you didn't have to, I I don't see. Well, I I certainly,
0: I certainly wouldn't let him battle the NCAA, win the battle, and then suspend him. No. That that's like, that's like telling somebody, hey, you need to go to AA, you need to go, and you constantly tell, and you see him fight alcoholism. And then when they get out, you're sitting there with a beer. Here's right. a, beer. Hey, you want a beer. It's so stupid. All right, I do got to get this to you before we get you out of here because we do got to roll. LSU, yeah. you have them at six. What do you like about the Bayou Bengals?
2: I think Brian Kelly's had a year. And he proved to everybody – what some of us that have been covering him for a while kind of already knew uh, that, regardless of you know whether or not he slurs his speech or not, he's a great football coach. And now he's had a time to survey the land that he wants to. This is a this L- I think LSU is back in a position this year where we're talking about if they're going to Atlanta. They're going to be in the conversation. Um, again, of course, barring any crazy injury, there's just too much talent there. And he's had a year with Jaden. He's gonna. He's probably figured out better blocking schemes for this quarterback than he knew last year. Remember, this time last year, we didn't know who was starting. Now he has a plan.
1: Mm-hmm. And once
2: you get that guy with a plan, watch out. And this talent, you mix. You mix that LSU talent with 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 a plan by Brian. It's eight wins is always the floor with him, regardless of where he is. This is probably a 10 to 11 win season. And we're probably going to see LSU in Atlanta again, barring anything. I mean, barring any surprises from Nick, I think it's, it's still Nick and LSU are the Brian and Brian and Nick are the ones that, that I think are controlling the West uh, in the sec this year. And, um, We'll, we'll, we'll see which one of those end up you know representing uh the uh, did you all take away um com- uh, did you all take away conferences? yeah SEC
0: took funny. away conferences yep okay. I mean not conferences so, uh they won't have divisions, divisions. with Texas and Oklahoma divisions, yeah, yeah took away divisions. but so, I I know where yeah. you were leaning I know what you were thinking obviously I think you were just try, gonna try to say like hey it's sure, gonna
2: be yeah. – in either Alabama or LSU, right.
0: would probably be two. Right, yeah. I, I, I we would saying that's yeah. why I wanted to get to commentary alignments because it's all crazy. Anyway, thank you so much, buddy. You being back means that college football is here. We got football this Saturday. Here. I here. am taking Navy in the points because I hate Notre Dame. Oh, look at that hat! <laughs> I'm
2: telling you, I just got off a of, you know. You pulled me off a of vacation. You're the only
0: one that can do that. <laughs> oh, come you know, on. Now. I mean, you, you do You do look like, you know, you should be uh, uh, with Gladys Knight and the Pips. You know, like, I mean, my man, I mean, you're looking good over here, brother. Hey,
2: man, they call me Memphis Spence for a reason. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, brother. Thank you. You know, we'll have you on. It's football season. Thank you so much, man. It's great to see you. All right, man. Take care. All right. That's Memphis Spence. Always freaking fantastic. Let's get to a break. We'll go to Swan Kings. We'll get out of here. And uh, let's talk about good friends at the, over the Drake Williams Law Firm, DrakeWilliamsLawFirm.com. By the Drake Williams Law Firm, DrakeWilliamsLawFirm.com. Whether you've been injured in an accident, you're preparing for a future with your estate planning, you're getting ready to close in on a real estate deal, or you're about to welcome a new addition through adoption into your family or – You're facing criminal charges. You need very experienced attorneys, and that is what the Drake Williams Law Firm will be able to do for you in navigating the legal system. The door to their cozy office in historic downtown Ponchatoula has been open since 1981. They have helped thousands and thousands of Louisiana families and individuals win cases, close on real estate deals, and regain that peace of mind. Their lawyers over at the Drake Williams Law Firm, Ernie Drake III, Ryan J. Williams, and Summer Vicnair are very determined, compassionate, and dedicated to their craft. It's the Drake Williams Law Firm, DrakeWilliamsLawFirm.com. Give them a call today at 985-386-7600. Tell them your good friend Blake Ruffino at AYS sent you on board. Swamp Kings. So, listen to me. I don't know if you saw this. Uh, documentary that's being released on uh, Florida but it was released today and it was about the time of Urban Meyer when he was at the University of Florida spoiler alert, spoiler spoiler, spoiler alert, I'm not going to give you all the details I just thought and I guess perceived that was going to be more about Aaron Hernandez they didn't talk about him in the documentary they didn't talk a lot about the partying in the documentary I do think it's really good like, I, I really do think the documentary is really well put together, okay? But I kind of feel like I was sold to Bella. To Bell like, it was still good. Like, I went to the movie, watched the movie. The movie didn't live up to the hype, but it was still a really good movie, if that makes sense. Like, I was just kind of like, oh, okay, well, maybe, maybe I watched the ads wrong. Maybe I didn't understand what y'all were doing. But it was more about the team Tebow was in. I mean, a, it was really good, man. Don't get me wrong. Um, I wish they would do one with LSU. I wish we could do one with LSU. Maybe they'll do one with Nick. Get Joe Burrow to talk about it in 10 years. That would be fantastic. Until then, we'll see y'all tomorrow, Knuckleheads. Y'all be good. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. Ribeye steaks for life. No filet mignons. We'll see y'all tomorrow. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Thank you for listening to Believe.